Welcome to The Rental Realist, episode number 13. My name's Tyson Hill. In today's episode, we're gonna talk about problem tenants. And what do you do with a problem tenant as a landlord? Stay tuned and find out. So you wanna know how to make it in the yeah, real estate yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. We about to put you Come up on. on game. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Rental Realist. Come on. With Tyson, Tyson Hill. Hill. So if you're an investor, you've probably had a problem tenant at some point in time. If you own a lot of properties, then guaranteed you've had a problem tenant. And if you're not quite in the real estate game yet, but you're going to at some point, you will have a problem tenant at some point in time. So I'm going to share the most recent story of a problem tenant that I had and kind of how it went and where some of the pitfalls were and some of the mistakes that that I even made because it's it's really hard as a human to just hammer people and to just live letter of the law. You know, there are situations and scenarios where you want to kind of evaluate the situation and see is this worth, you know, is this a situation worth working with the tenant? Or should I just cut my losses and move on? And I will give you my definitive opinion at the end of this story here on, on how I think any landlord or property manager should handle any tenant that's giving them any kind of problems at all. Now, this particular tenant I, I rented to, and from the start, they didn't pay their rent. And this was a, a little apartment that they rented for them and their, their child. And so what happens is, you know, I wasn't given any breaks or anything. We we did our normal process of serving a, a non-payment of rent notice. Rent didn't still didn't come in, and so we would file a court date uh, to obtain a judgment. And in the state of Arizona, once you obtain a judgment for eviction, you don't have to accept any money from them. Now, you can if you want and, and let them stay and work it out, uh, but you don't have to. Once that judgment's in hand, the landlord holds the hammer on that, and you can follow through with the eviction and get them out of there. Well, what was happening here is they wouldn't pay rent, we'd get the judgment, and then all of a sudden they would come up with a chunk of money uh, to satisfy all the rent, court fees, and everything like that. Now, what's hard with that is it's hard to say no to that at least the first time or two because you're getting all the money. So there, there's two parts to this. You know, I'm satisfying the owner because I'm like, hey, we got all the money. Um, and then I'm not having to kick somebody out who who has a child, you know. And so when they come up with all the money, we, we would take it. Now, this went on month after month after month. And what would happen is... Uh, you know, a neighbor came in a couple times and paid the rent. So it wasn't the tenant actually paying the rent. And then it turned into uh, the owner's handyman would come in and pay the rent. And this particular tenant got to know the handyman because they would come in and do some repairs and stuff. And then the uncle would come in and help pay rent. And then the brother. And so what I started to realize is this particular tenant was um, using all these resources and people that they knew to cover their rent. And, you know, the only one who would really talk to me was this handyman because I, I knew of the gentleman. And what it started to feel like is, you know, just, you know, 
the poor me story and you know sob story to these people and they had big hearts and they would they would help this particular person out but what they didn't know is so many other people had done the exact same thing and that's why this thing was being drug out and on a few occasions i would say look i'm not you know if i t- obtain a judgment we're not accepting any money again like i'd rather pay the rent up front you know save all the court fees save all that and it would never happen and you know again like i said it was very difficult to turn down the money when it when you know hey i could get the money keep the owner happy and then i don't have to kick somebody out uh finally this got so cumbersome and was happening so often you know this tenant had been there about a year and i i finally had enough where i'm like look i'm not going to do this again you know up front you have my 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 word i will not accept money if we have to obtain a judgment because it is a pain i mean you're having to set a court date you know send all the paperwork to the to the attorney i mean it's it's a process and we'd finally had enough and i kind of just saw the writing on the wall i should have saw the writing on the wall very early on but this was never going to end this this cycle of not paying rent and then getting somebody to cover the rent for for this uh, tenant so the final time again didn't pay rent got the judgment uh they tried to you know say hey can you give me a few more days i'm working on it and and i you know finally had to say no you know we're we're not you need to just vacate and the tenant ended up vacating so the moral of this story is i ended up in the exact same place that i would have ended up on the first eviction had i just said you know what this tenant obviously is going to be a problem i just need to get rid of him Instead, I played this game for over a year and ended up in the exact same position. So in a really hot rental market, there's no reason to play a game with a tenant like this. I should have just cut, cut my losses, rented somebody else who would have been more consistent, more diligent, and paying the rent. There's plenty of those people out there right now. So my advice to any landlord, and especially anybody who's self-managing their investment property, my biggest recommendation to anybody would be to have a zero tolerance policy with tenants. And I know that sounds really harsh, but there's a reason behind it. The reason I say this is once a tenant knows your stance on everything, then they know. Like they're not going to tr- ever try to take advantage of you. And I think I mentioned this in a previous podcast episode, but the probably the biggest stumbling block that self-managers run into is tenants trying to take advantage of their goodness. Um and so if you're very consistent with, hey, I'm not going to work with you. If you pay late, you're going to pay late fees. And if you really pay late, you're going to go. Like, I'm, I'm not going to drag this thing out. And they know that, then they'll perform. And if they don't perform, then you, you know, the writing's on the wall there too. You know what kind of tenant they are, and, and you're probably just going to need to get rid of them and find a better tenant for your property. Of course, there's always going to be certain situations where, you know, you got to use some common sense. Now, if you've had a a tenant who's had a history of being a really good tenant and let's say they lost their job or they're changing jobs or they just hit a bad month you know obviously use use your common sense and and in those kind of situations I would absolutely work with a tenant but what I won't do is work with them and let it drag out you know I'm never going to let them owe me more than one month rent now if they hit 
you know, beyond that 30 days and like the next rents due, you know, now they're digging themselves a huge hole. And most tenants, when they start doing that, they're not going to be able to dig themselves out. So you have to be smart about it. But if they've been a really good tenant and you have, they have a history with you, then yeah, absolutely. Give them the benefit, work with them a little bit. And another big thing too is communication. If a tenant's communicating with me and saying, Hey, this is what's going on. This is when I can pay this is then that means a lot to me because they're being proactive about it. When it's the 15th of the month and a tenant hasn't paid and I haven't heard from them, that's usually a bad sign. Now, typically, good tenants don't turn into bad tenants overnight, and bad tenants won't turn into good tenants overnight. And so you just kind of have to keep that in mind. So if you're early on in in a rental and this tenant's just giving you havoc, get rid of them. Just Cut your losses, get rid of them, especially if you're, you know, in a, in a in a really good market. There's there's no reason to put up with nonsense when you're in a good market. There's good renters out there. Replace them. Get a good renter. I hope you're not taking this the wrong way. I'm not saying to just be a heartless jerk. Absolutely not. You need to be a good person. You need to be a good human. But just my experience managing a high volume of property is when you got a a tenant who's going to be a problem, they're going to continue to be a problem. And so you just need to identify, is this a problem tenant or is this just a tenant who's having a a tough month? Because there's a difference. But once you identify that problem tenant, my best advice is get rid of them, cut them loose, and move on. All right, so let's recap this real quick. Number one, set the standard as a landlord and be consistent. If your tenants know what's expected, then they'll most likely they're going to deliver, especially if they're a quality tenant. And then number two, you need to identify, is your tenant a bad tenant or are they just having a bad moment or a bad month? Because there is a difference and you need to identify that. And then number three, once you've identified that you got a bad tenant, rip the Band-Aid off, get rid of them, move quickly, and don't look back and replace that tenant and get the right tenant in your property. Because as a long-term investor, your life is going to be so much better when you got those high-quality tenants. There's no reason to put up with a tenant that's going to cause you to lose sleep, worry, or even stress out. So that's my tip on dealing with bad tenants. Again, thanks for taking a listen, and we'll see you on the next episode.